You have many whirring eyes, and strong, beautiful, coiled steel legs, and were made long ago when the city still stood. I'm Zoe, and I'm playing the Manchurian crane named Tancho. The, the river is wrong. What have they done to it? Why is there not enough food? There is this small horned thing making fruits left and right. I'm Melissa, and I'm playing the Orivi Overrun. Let's go. I want to give you some plants. Are you approaching them with love? With hate. I'm Brendan, and I'm playing the kudu named Teacher, or Tregos. Someone was attacked, and they were gravely injured, and I am trying to determine what happened. They weren't trying to steal food, were they? I'm Lucy, and I'm playing Trial, the Arabian Oryx. Well, it seems that these supplicants are perhaps unworthy. The problem is they are hungry. This is perhaps evidence of their moral failings. We shall see. Oh, boy. Welcome to Tabletop Garden, an actual play podcast where we collaborate on short, self-contained stories about interesting characters, and we do it with an agenda. I'm Gregory Avery Weir. As always, our agenda will be to honestly portray diverse characters, pursue healthy play practices, and craft story with social responsibility. We now continue playing Mechanical Oryx by Grant Howitt. So is Tancho heading to join the other two trial and overrun i suppose uh if they come around more often than i do they might have more information so sure i'll, I'll go try to find i think trial and i probably share a similar world view so might be able to chat about some things i'll fly over and i'll leave this old fisherman who i have just talked to and head over to trial and okay. see what they're doing tragos can certainly see this mechanical bird that, that you've seen before flying up and then down to a spot in the city and then flying up and then down to another spot Trial will incline its head majestically <laughs> and say, Welcome, Waterbird. I have seen you before. Likewise, great horned beast. Oh, God. What? This. My name is Trial. Hello, Trial. I am Tancho. I, I live in the marshlands to the west, and my marshlands are becoming a lake. And these people do not understand what they have done. The people have done this thing and it is a problem? It is a problem, indeed. If a storm rolls through, they will have- That does not reflect well upon you. I do not know how to fix this. I have a fix. I have a fix. If you want a small goat. All, of the, goat. all of the brown people <laughs> around are kind of looking increasingly uncomfortable with this whole thing. Um, everyone who's not a guard is sort of- <laughs> Giving all of you a very wide berth. Good. If you want a lake to be a marsh, you ask me to visit. I'll visit. I'll turn it into a marsh again. You want a marsh? I want a marsh. I want I want my same marsh that I've always had. It protects the people from, from storms. Well. It protects the dome from flooding. Well. It purifies their water. It's... Why would they not have a marsh? It's definitely going to be a slightly different marsh, but it will be a marsh again after we find the thief. The thief? Yes. I am sitting here awaiting whoever it is who is attempting to steal the foodstuffs of these people who have sought out my assistance in becoming more it's worthy. Such royal fashion, I am sure. <laughs> 
one of the guards whispers, they they keep using words that we don't know. Yes. Well, the thief is hardly the issue here. If there is an ecological disaster waiting to happen, they think that their food shortage is bad now. I'll fix your lake. I'll fix the lake. That'll be fun. It'll be a great little project. Just... How do you even move around in a place such as a marsh? With your tiny legs. Uh, you don't have long, rude. long legs or wings like me. That's incredibly rude. <laughs> My legs... I am looking at your legs and they are not long. I jumped over the moat. I'm just fine. They're tricks. That is an impressive feat, you small horned beast. I'm not a goat, at least. I didn't call you a goat this time. Mm -hmm. Overrun. Would you care to meet this gracious water bird who is suffering from difficulties, Tancho? I feel like we've met. Hi, I'm Overrun. Hello, Overrun. I am Tancho. I live in the marshes to the west. The former marshes. Well, <laughs> time, time passes slowly for us. I know. Old beings. Isn't it the worst? Ugh. <laughs> What are we supposed to do with all this time? There's only so much surface area and only so many places that can support plant life. You know, I was down south and I just, I tried my hardest, but it's just like, it's just, it's just permanent ice down there. Just can't get anything to grow or stay growing. It's awful. If you spent more time in my vicinity, you would be happier. I do not feel that's the case at all, because I've been here <laughs> approximately 15 minutes, and I'm ready to go jump into the lake. That is not enough I time. I think it's more than enough time. If it weren't for this uh, thief that we have to catch. The longer you stay in one place, the more intense it gets. I know, it's great. I'm just going to settle right in. I just wish you would go away. Then I wouldn't be so full of thoughts about morals which are a waste of time meanwhile in the village to the south people are kind of looking at each other saying where did where did overrun go <laughs> didn't they say they were going to give us food but in the in the square and in, in the dome people are people are cheering up the guards have been are smiling despite looking also a little worried it's an odd expression <laughs> kind of fatalistic i guess they kind of look like oh well Something might happen, yeah. but there's nothing we can do about it. That's sort of the look on their face. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Well, I need a break from utter pretentiousness. Where else should I uh, help with food and plants other than the lake that should be a marsh? The the brown people are, are carrying just baskets after baskets of, of fruit in and like starting to distribute it to, to other townsfolk. There's clearly some sort of like rationing system going on. Um, they're dividing things very evenly and using some sort of like moving pebbles around on markings on the ground to, to keep track of things. And one of them looks up and says, uh, we would welcome more food tomorrow. We don't want to waste your gift. Mm. Well, I suppose that's a kind thing of you. I guess I can stick around overnight. I guess I'll just just wander around, I guess. <laughs> if you say that the south is too cold, I may be able to help warm it up for you if it is an icy, snowy place. Ooh, significant ecological change. Let's do it. If we're going to do it to the west, we might as well do it to the south as well. <laughs> if you will help me fix my lake. 
<laughs> Hold on. We are the agents of of climate change no. and ecological disaster. <laughs> I think so. I think that we're going to screw some stuff up. But these people, like, they, they don't deserve it, whatever it is. It seems like. It feels like you two were designed to try to terraform something and just ran amok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I think so. I mean. I think that is. We're supposed to be on Mars or something like that. And, <laughs> or we're supposed to be like uh, nice, gentle, like farm helpers. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, your farm bots that have just and, decided I'm yeah. going to make the I'm going to terraform the entire planet, <laughs> whether it needs it or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we have a potentially interesting project ahead of us. Let's do that. Let's fix this problem here, and then the problem in your lake marsh, and then we'll go south. And we'll have a good time. I do not see the purpose of fixing the problem here, since these people are the ones who have already caused so many problems. Well, but yeah. I suppose for a change of pace, it would be fine. You could at least let them not die. You know, there's so many of them. Tancho, you make a very valid point. They have proved themselves quite see, immoral. This is what happens when you already. say people deserve something. Trial pops up. And it's suddenly all moral this, moral that. People are just having fun. They're just living. What is Tragos doing right now? <laughs> well, okay, so we were supposed to be off like trying to figure out what might have happened to the person who got attacked. So I had asked the guard to, like, we're trying to figure out who might have been out there mm-hmm. and, and might have run into them. Because I'm looking at these spears and I'm looking at the hole that was in that person and thinking... These two may have a connection. Quite possibly. Um. <laughs> Trace says, no one said that they stopped any invaders last night. Hmm. Well, do any of the villages nearby have these same weapons? Uh, they say no, no. They don't have the, the sharp stuff. It comes from the tunnels. So the wound that was on the person, was that consistent with the spears? Could certainly be. Okay. I mean, you, I don't believe you took a record. Is your recorder always running? No, it's something okay. I've got to turn on. I mean, it's a module. It's not something that's just... I've got to use it. Roughly, if someone kind of slashed with it instead of just sticking straight, it could have uh-huh. been. It was It was like a gash in the person's side. Okay. Well, either someone from your town injured this person or someone nearby has weapons that are fairly similar. In either case, we must find out who committed this act. Okay. Uh, teach us. Well, one way to do this, we'll have to examine all of the spears in town and see if any of them show evidence of having been used as a weapon. Oh, okay. We can... Do you, do you have a count of how many spears should be in the town? Yes, yes. I, I can take you to where the the food stores are. That's where we keep our stores. We can check all of those, and then there should be a shift change this evening, and then those people will bring their weapons in. No, no, no. We, 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 I'm not going to be waiting for hours for this. I need you to gather everyone who has a spear at the stores— and we'll check everything at once. But we can't take the, all the spears off of the bridges or someone will try and come in and take our food. They don't have enough food. And I will be standing right next to the food stores during that time, though. But they could hide. So the food stores will be they could protected. come across the bridges and hide in town. And then we would go past them and then they would come and take the food. How about if I promise to stay near the food afterwards to make sure nobody... But you said you didn't want to wait it. for hours. This might be another, another check. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right. Got another 11. Uh, they say, oh, okay, I will go around. You can wait at the at the food stores. It will not be long. See, see that it isn't. I do have other responsibilities. And having 
someone that's uh, hurting people is quite worrisome. Yes, we'll have to give them uh, lots of rocks, and they can use slings to, to hurt people who try and come in. No, it seems I have a lot of work to do in this town. Trey says, do you know the way to the food stores? Yes, I do. We will bring the spears there. Thank you. You probably presumably arrive near the food stores and see the other three standing around. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more like gracefully sitting back on my haunches, not really standing around. Greetings. Hello. Greetings. You are the one that they call a teacher. I am. What do you have to teach? I teach. Hello, Overrun. My duty is to teach the humans what they need to know so that they do not repeat the mistakes of the past. Hmm. That seems unlikely. Indeed it does. And someone has been assaulted nearby, and I am trying to determine who committed this act, because this is far too reminiscent of the problems of the past. We cannot have them killing each other over food. I remember when the water of the marshes was red after war, and I do not wish to see that again. It is not good for the fishes and the plants who live in the marsh. Precisely. I had a lot of work to do after that. So what are you three- This is how justice works. There is nothing to do except for watch the wheels of justice turn. And action without information is not justice, it is vigilantism. The difference between a murder and an execution is information. Over and lays down and looks like they're watching a movie as they watch this exchange happen. So why are you three in town? The river has been diverted and the marsh is becoming a lake. My home is flooded and I fear that these four people will end up repeating as you said their past mistakes the land cannot hold all of this water and i cannot stop from spreading it we can fix their mistakes we fixed it before see more plants fixes the problem a little bit of warmth fixes the problem a little bit of uh maybe even moral critiquing fixes some (laughs) maybe some someone's problems not mine but a different definition of fix i do not critique anyone's morals i simply observe oh is that what you're doing yes Hmm. well correct regardless i think we can we don't i mean you know the humans just need some shepherding some shepherding trial do you have the ability to calm the humans I suppose in a manner of speaking, I do. If you stay here long enough, you will experience great joy. Mm. They seem to be very paranoid and frightened about this issue with the food. But but joyful, really, about it. <laughs> I have not observed joy. I have been observing paranoia. And a willingness to do bodily harm to protect the food. Mm. I... I Well, I do not know if you are aware of this, but they need the food in order to live. That is true. So it is likely that they feel a sense of urgency around this issue of food stores. So Overrun, are you here about the food as well? I am. I have just made them a bunch of food. Well, made the trees give them a bunch of food. And I mean, you know, to catch a thief is exciting, but I was also going to go outside and maybe make some more plants and then go fix the march with some more plants. It's kind of my thing. I I wonder if perhaps whoever is taking the food lacks food of their own and could use a visit from you. That's possible, in which case I would give them some plants. I might also be angry that they're hurting people. I haven't decided yet. Well, I think we need to find out who's hurting people over this food, because that might be helpful for all of our problems. 
and that would get them to calm down, and then maybe we can get them to undam the river, and the marsh will go back to normal. For the record, I have no problems. <laughs> you have you have no problems at Correct. all. Correct. Because I could list a few. I have no. I, could I have list no problems. Several, in fact. Well, how about this? If they are no longer afraid about the food, they are more likely to be joyful. I really have no stake in that. Okay. It will be or it will not be. Either way, I will be here. I have decided that I will look here until I see the person who is thieving from these foodstuffs, and that is what I shall do. Excellent. Uh, That actually is quite helpful. Except that if there are perhaps four of us standing around the barn, then... Someone's going to be a lot less likely. Maybe we should hide. We should hide. Oh, I'm, I'm not planning on staying here. I'm here to examine the spears to determine if any of them have been used in the assault. Um, and then the other folks with the spears are going to bring them here so I can check those as well. The spears could have caused the wound that I observed. Around this time, the guards are arriving. They arrive around the same time. They're coming from different places, but they're all generally equidistant. The dome is almost exactly an oval and they're all carrying these these spears with the glass tips and they kind of walk up and trace kind of gathers them around and and they lay them out and then they open up this trunk made from a hollowed out tree trunk a chest i guess Mm -hmm. Uh, they lift the top off and it's full of these spears there are a lot of them in terms of the population of this area this is like a small army's worth of weapons why have you made so many spears they break Ooh, spears why do they break (laughs) Mm-hmm. We don't know, and they... It is evidence of your moral failing. They turn to, to Tragos. Teacher, why do they break? Because you're using glass. Glass is fragile. Is that what this sharpness is? Yes, it is. Oh. They break because you are unworthy. <laughs> that they break because of physics. We have. I haven't taught you physics yet. That's, that's a ways How off. How do we make things that are this sharp that won't break? Uh, that's not the immediate problem. Oh, right, right. And Trace, Trace says... Okay, you wanted to see the weapons. These are these are yes. And Trace like takes a bowl out and says, "Okay, everybody line up in in hands." And then uh, each guard goes into groups of five, each one holding a spear. And Trace looks at each one, and every time they look at each one, they take a a rock out of the bowl and set it at their feet. And then they look into the box and start taking out rocks and like they, they're taking out bundles of five spears at a time and then when they're done they hold up the bowl uh, and it's empty mm-hmm. and they say this these are all the spears there are broken ones but these are all the, the ones that that work were any reported as broken this morning no okay so we are not missing any spears correct okay then I will examine these so I'm gonna start looking through them to see if there's any that have you know, blood or viscera or whatever on them. Okay. You look through, two of them have what seems to be old blood on them, like not from last night. One of them looks like on the shaft of the spear, but not on the blade, there's blood, like the blade's been replaced. Yeah. And another one just kind of, you can see a little bit of, of dried blood um, kind of in some of the broken crevices of the glass. I do not see any blood that could be from this the attack last night, but... At some point, we do need to discuss why there is blood on these other spears. Oh. This is very worrisome. Uh, we put them in people and animals to hurt them. What else do you think spears are used for? Yeah, humans have historically used spears to get food, but I've been trying to teach them better than to use them on other humans. Well, humans can be food. Trace turns to Oberon and says, Sometimes teacher asks us questions that it knows the answer to. Oh, rhetorical questions. <laughs> yes. It's very teacherly of them. It does not seem that their teaching is going particularly well. 
oh no, they're very well. Th thanks to their help and, and teaching us things and, and teaching us how to count, teaching us all of these things, we've been able to make many, many spears and keep track of them all. Excellent. Without their help, we wouldn't have been able to say that we had all the spears. But they are not very good spears. That's good. These people are even worse than the people before. Oh, not yet. This is why I stay in the marsh. Oh no, not even remotely. We'll get there. Oh, they are very unworthy. Um, well. well some of them apparently are. We'll have to work on this. Well, it doesn't appear that the assailant was one of the guards here, which means someone outside of this town has started making weapons and is attacking people. Trace says, can, can we get back to guarding? Yes. Okay. Do not hurt anyone. We will not hurt anyone that isn't trying to take food. Excellent. And be very sure they're trying to take food before anything happens. Just because they come to the town does not mean they are necessarily trying to take food. Yes, we will be very careful and we will remember what you said, that people can say things that are not true. <laughs> that is We need to collect not... all of the datas. <laughs> You're a good teacher. And they disperse, taking the same number of spears that they had. They just take the, the same spears. And Trace, Trace lingers a bit to like carefully put all the rocks back in the bowl and put the spears back in the box and put the bowl in the box and close it out of character do we know about the phantoms are we like are they a thing that we know about we don't care about or is it something that we don't know about because there's not very many of them or we sort of know of but not really i would say unless anyone objects that probably the brown people call different things phantoms and mm -hmm. sometimes they say something is a phantom that you're pretty sure doesn't exist Mm -hmm. Sometimes they say phantom and they mean one of you. Um, sometimes they're talking about people. So it's a, it's a very fuzzy term. It's kind of a, a term for like, we don't know what's doing this, but it's doing something bad. It's like a boogeyman mm -hmm. kind of thing. But sometimes they're talking about something real. Cool. If the humans here did not commit that attack, either someone else in the area has weapons or there's a phantom nearby. A true phantom. That is unfortunate news. We can handle it. We? Oh, are you going to fly away? Well, what responsibility do we have for these people? It's not about responsibility. It's fun. It's fun. It's interesting. Of course we're responsible for them. Uh, boring. Just because you lack imagination doesn't mean it's boring. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> it must be difficult. Would you like to see something new I made? <laughs> not particularly oh, no come on i have imagination look so i said what happens let me guess is it a plant <laughs> it must be tiresome to be so long lived with uh with such an attitude i will say this for overrun though they are so upstanding and so worthy yes worthy of really all the things like this plant i made okay imagine imagine you took a Venus flytrap, crossed it with a crested saguaro, <laughs> and then add in a little bit of something from the Calancho family and see what you get. It's Look, it's beautiful. You want me to make one? I can make one. I could probably make I one. I believe there's probably a reason that that did not evolve on its own. <laughs> because boring. <laughs> you need some creativity to come up with the good stuff. In any case, yeah. we need to figure out what's going on. So do we just hide until night? See who comes by? I am going to continue to sit here until I discover 
Who has been taking food from this food containment you area? scare them off. They'll see you and be like, oh, it's a big goat. I should not come here. Yes. It is true that I am quite imposing. <laughs> Lucy, you're amazing. Lucy makes the best characters. So, you need to hide? Or we can make- oh, we'll put a drop cloth over you. We'll just- <laughs> I know, why don't you draw- why don't you grow a bush that will cover them? <gasps> um, yes. Yes. I do enjoy a nice bush. Look. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, give me your roll to uh, grow a trial bush. <laughs> it's gonna be a topiary. <laughs> Looks like an orange. Oh my god. Please make it an especially luxurious bush. <laughs> Put some flowers on it. Can I? So none of my modules... Oh. Yes. I will use a module to assist by pulling nutrients close enough that it can help with, like, insta-growing this weird-ass thing. <sighs> Not great. So, that was out of hate, in case anyone missed it. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll settle in again, sit down, put some prongs in the soil, um, think real hard, again, look very serious, and this bush will start to grow. Um, and it doesn't grow, it, it's, it grows almost like a stop motion type thing, where it's clearly growing way too fast, um... And a little, a little shakily, um, but um, it's it's a little, a little thin. But it grows, and it's it doesn't have a particular shape um, that it doesn't like look like an oryx or anything because that's not how plants work. But um, of course, none of this is how plants work, I guess. But it'll <laughs> it'll grow big enough to uh, from where trial is sitting. Oh, hell yes. Okay, so... Brennan just posted a picture of an antelope topiary. It's beautiful. However, my two long, straight antlers emerge out of the topiary. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, so huge, huge bush. Big enough to to encompass trial. Uh, Antlers can poke out if you want them to. And I will, again, bounce up as if I weren't... Hadn't just done something interesting. I was like, all right, well, here we go. Now it's hidden. Goodbye, trial. As they were drawing those those nutrients, you could sort of hear this like rustling and and noise in the ground as like actual matter is being redistributed all all in there. Um and probably you probably notice, um overrun that as you were kind of the the sense that you have of where nutrients are, there's there are spaces underneath you that don't have any nutrients at all, um, or or that have nutrients that are like oh that's air. Um, so you, you're definitely feeling pockets of space down below the dome. Just due to weird geology or stolen. 
I, I don't think you can tell with detail from up here. Okay. Um, could be caves, could be, like, burial chambers, could be a lot of things. Where cities are, there are often voids in the earth. They, people make tunnels, people make made tunnels. Sewers and such. Yeah. Hey, what's under the town here, village? People who live here or people who go there? One of the guards kind of looks up and says, oh, uh, uh, so, uh, what? Oh, uh, tunnels. It's where we get the glass. He kind of says glass like he's trying out a new word. The glass. Did I say it right? Prob- yes, you probably. did. What glass? Oh, good. Smiles and nods to himself happily. What they're using for the spearheads. So are y'all going to settle down to wait for night for now? Oh, I was going to say, uh, if if we're hiding around, I'll probably head back to the water so I don't just create huge puddles underneath me wherever I am. Have you been sort of dripping this whole time? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I, I Well, I've tried to drip uh, in the direction of wherever uh, Overrun is growing plants. Um, I, think, I think I was quite impressed by this plant thing and uh, wanted to help out when I could, okay. where I could. The idea, the idea of you two joining forces is just terrifying. <laughs> Might very well be how we got in this situation in the first place. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> it was so long ago. Can hardly remember. Of course, yeah. You know, just did a whole bunch of very reasonable things. And then here we are. I will wait here in this bush then while everything else happens. <laughs> so Tantra's going to the water. Uh, Trial's going to stake out the, the food s- s- stores. Overrun is... Um, I will spend a while going orchard to orchard or farm space to farm space plots of land and just make shit just grow are you making it grow so much that you're going to um make the soil lose all nutrients yes <laughs> look y'all <laughs> let me show you the shape of this character that's good and then tragos is investigating uh what, what, what do you want to check out? I guess I'm going to be going around to the different guard stations. Did you see anything? Uh, Traders cannot abide ignorance. They, they hate not knowing something. So they don't know who's doing this, and it's driving them batty. So okay. this is just going around and asking everyone, like, did you see anything? What was going on last night? So it sounds uh, like you should make me a roll based on hate. I feel... <laughs> Based on hate? Yes, you said oh, yeah, you exactly. hate yes, ignorance. ignorance. Mm-hmm. Yep, so... Oh, no. Okay, so you rolled a 15, but two of those dice were sixes, which means you got a double. Yeah, I did. So uh, you go around, you're asking more and more information, and let's see, a double in this case means that... Your solution causes an unexpected problem, and something is lost forever. Mm-hmm. So, goodbye. You village. go around asking, um, you know, what what did you see? They tell different stories about the thieves they've seen. In some cases, there are brown people stealing. Um, there are people from neighboring villages that are coming in and taking food because they're hungry. Uh, but there are also some weirder stories. Um, they say that there's a person who knows how to how to disappear, or can who can hide in the shadows. Um, 
they some of them say that there are phantoms coming and taking the food um that there is a person who can climb up walls like they were trees the buildings like they're trees the shacks um that that someone can jump there's someone who can jump really far they're very big strong people they talk about a giant um which as you get more detail they're talking about someone who's like eight feet tall um mm -hmm. and as you're going around clearly kind of word of your investigation is spreading by the time you kind of finish your circuit around the various guards and and people around this the kind of the edge of this this dome the the bowl of the dome um the kind of final guard station you go to there are a few other guards from the other ones from the other stations who have arrived there with spears and they say teacher we know that you have been finding data now that you have found it who is responsible who do we have to stop i do not yet know but you're the teacher you know you know things how do you not know this we've never asked you a question that you didn't know the answer to this is an unusual situation for me as well i am trying to discover what happened last night and so far there's very little information we will get you more if you need information we will make sure that you get it oh no 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 that's a, that's that's okay i i will continue no no you have done so much for us teacher we must do this for you we can tell that this bothers you and we will give you the gift of knowledge that you have given us uh, and they kind of look at each other and start heading uh on the bridge out of town carrying spears oh no what do you do i guess i'm going to try to follow behind them and make sure that they don't do something incredibly stupid okay so you follow these these soldiers into the night mm -hmm. yes meanwhile trial and sorry overrun is waiting with trial overrun is hugging a bunch of plants oh that's right overrun's going around ruining things uh making is keeping people from starving Yes. Uh, trial, you're sitting in this bush as it gets dark, um, and you're seeing yep. uh, fires and and other uh, you know lights here and there. Uh, but but here, there's just these guards, and they've got a a fire up. As they're standing guard, um, you kind of notice them staring off into space, oddly. Like, they kind of stop shifting and are just gazing out. And then out, like, from a row of of shacks, you see a dark, hulking shape, larger than a brown person, um, kind of hunched over and moving oddly with a, with a strange gait. And we'll pause there. So, do we want to talk about another of our agenda principles? Our second principle that we're talking about is pursuing healthy play practices. What I've written on that is, we'll consider each other as people first and make sure that everyone is comfortable with how the game is going. We'll actively use the tools we have to improve the play experience. Games don't have to be fun, but they must not be toxic. So, how's everyone doing? Is everyone comfortable? <laughs> the characters are a little frustrated, but I'm doing fine. <laughs> yes. Not all of the characters are frustrated. 
I think this is a this is an interesting um, as someone who has only done uh, role playing games in a sort of like Dungeons and Dragons type universe with humanoid characters and um, sort of familiar plot elements. Uh, this is a a fun new experience, and uh, I'm I'm interested to see where we take it for the rest of the session. What are some of the tools that folks like to use for like making sure that out of character problems don't happen? I guess first things that you have seen gone wrong and then tools and techniques that you've used or that you want to use that would kind of help address those issues. So one thing that comes to mind is something that could happen in this story, in this kind of story is like one person who wants to make everything burn down or run away and do something by themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So we have an we have a potential for that here. One, in the sense that Brendan's character is working pretty solo, and two, that I am almost burning everything down. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> keeping it contained in a way that doesn't derail the plot, right? Like, sure, I'll take the nutrients from your soil, and we don't have to deal with that in this game, almost assuredly, right? Like, I have just done something awful um, that doesn't change the plot at the moment in particular because i don't think we're gonna zoom out and look forward five years um or even next season <laughs> poor folks uh, <laughs> um but we're still managing you'll just have to come back and give them more plants later exactly see job security managing that i think i don't know it's part of me is kind of tempted to say well that's that's courtesy right but obviously courtesy is in the eye of the beholder um, and common courtesy isn't isn't exactly um and that's okay. <laughs> the way we established the game, the way we said, like, are we actually Oryxes? Like, what is the what does post-apocalypse mean in this world? That kind of sets off boundaries for us already. Like, what does it mean to put the world on fire is particular to the setting. Yeah, there are a few techniques um, that that I've heard folks talk about of, like, sitting down especially for longer campaigns sitting down and just being like hey what's what level of violence are we comfortable with um how do we want to handle interplayer conflict like are we allowed to f bicker amongst ourselves are we allowed to fight amongst ourselves um and framing the world is can be part of that i think most of the problems i've run into in the past was just was avoided by just we stopped gaming with the toxic person who didn't listen to requests to stop doing things so um i haven't had a lot of experience with tools or techniques per se because mm -hmm. it's usually been a case of like someone who just was doing the stuff that melissa was talking about of just like doing their own thing or trying to ram the story in a particular direction the rest of us didn't want to go that kind of thing is there something that would have kept those players from becoming toxic in the first place in these cases i am really not sure this this was a weird dude, <laughs> one I'm thinking of most recently, um, and you know there, our our GM had several conversations with him about hey you need to stop doing this stuff and he just didn't so we stopped playing with him. We decided that was you know we were willing to give up the game to not have to deal with that environment. Sometimes there are unmet needs in that case, right? Like that player wanted a different kind of adventure. Than it turned out they'd signed up for, and he was he was definitely looking for I need I want a place where I can let my dark side run wild, right. 
without consequence. And that was not the kind of game the rest of us were there for. Yeah, so having those conversations early can help. Now, they might not know, or they might lie, um, but assuming good faith, then you have that conversation again, right? Like, this is like the same thing with people who min-max to an extreme degree. It's like, what is it you're trying to get out of this game, you know? People who pick unrealistic choices or, or focus on one thing to the detriment of others because they want to be real, real, real good at hacking, even right. though, like, that makes a boring character. Right. Can I ask, speaking of, I don't know, this, what do y'all think about the fact that this game, that the people in the game are brown people? So my initial take on it was, oh, cool, a game with brown people in it. But what is happening is people are saying in character, like when we talk about the game, when you're playing it, we say, oh, and there are some brown people over there doing a thing. And that sounds very different <laughs> Mm-hmm. To me, yeah, it sounds much more, you know, little brother or whatever, or little brown brothers kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit concerned about the primitive thing. Yes. I, I was very deliberately referring to them as humans. But yeah, the, the fact that that's the only thing we know about the people is that they're soft, brown, and they don't seem to know a heck of a yeah. lot. Yeah. It's, uh, and this is a critique of the system, not our playing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I think that it's also how I'm interpreting the system. Like I am doing that deliberately. Okay. In part because I feel like that's a really evocative phrase from the source material. It is. Um, but I think I preferred the original as the the soft brown people feels different from just the brown people. That's true. I I haven't said soft people. I've said brown people. Uh, just the sentence from the source material is, "You walk the green places." where soft brown people tend to fruit trees and sing songs they don't understand. So I actually think it's more of a concern from the system because it's talking about these soft brown people and equating them with some kind of ignorance or maybe primitive um, nature. And I think that is kind of a problematic stereotype. I definitely think it's a flaw of the system, and and it's especially like you know you say okay like post apocalyptic what's the average human color if you if you have everyone boned down, but if you it's especially problematic if you look at it as a projection of current humanity, right? And you're like oh well as we homogenize our skin colors we're going to become dumber right? Yeah, there's there's that implication. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah. so I think that this sort of conversation is a good thing to have. We can be conscious of this, in, like as we move on, we can subvert this, or just be like, okay, let's not, let's kind of let that fade into the background, that aspect of it. But I think that when we talk about our third principle, there's going to be good opportunity to talk about like primitivism and the weird, the way in which post-apocalyptic stories tend to portray people. Cool. So, Tragos is headed off into the night with this group of, of three people with spears. One of them is is Trace, uh, and then there are two others. And they go into uh, a small village to the south. Are you walking with them, or are you like following from a distance? Um, I'm trying to keep up with them and talk them into not doing whatever it is they're trying to do, because I can tell it's not a good idea. Okay. So they uh, they march into this village and this people look 
not starving, but pretty skinny here. Mm-hmm. And they've got these baskets of moss and like scrabbly vines and stuff that they're putting in in a, a, a stew. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like great quality stuff. Around here, plants can grow, but this looks like the stuff that would only grow in very cold climates. Which you know, there's there's some tundra further south, but that's a that's a decently long walk to go to to forage. Yeah. And the folks march in and they say, "Listen, we need information." And someone who's who's cooking looks up and says, "We need food. Why are you keeping all the food for yourself?" And the guards say, "We can't spare any. We have to look after ourselves first. You don't live in the dome. Why should we give you the dome's food?" And the villager says, why should you get to live in the dome? And they start bickering among themselves, and things are getting a bit heated. I'm going to try to step between them and to, to break their line of sight, because I'm real big. And I'm going to use teacher voice, <laughs> that way of projecting to get a class to quiet down. Mm-hmm. I taught you both better than this. And the villager looks at you as you kind of step into the, into the firelight and says, oh, so teacher, you're with the dome now too? I am not with them any more than I am with anyone else. You know that my duty is to teach humanity. You are grievously close to repeating many of the mistakes of the past. Overrun said they'd help us, and they left to go to the dome, and they've been helping the dome. We can see. We can see them growing things. And now you? Did you teach them how to make those weapons? No, I did not. Why should we trust you anymore? Because of the many years of the past where I have taught your people as well. Maybe you've taught us all you need to. Snap. Maybe we have to look after ourselves. I would be happy if that were true. It is the goal of any teacher to no longer be needed. The villager looks at the guards and says, We don't know anything. You can see. You can look at our at our stores. All we have is the moss that grows in the cold places. We don't have any of your fruit. We don't know who's taking it. Leave. We don't have weapons like you do, but we can still make you leave if we have to. And the guards kind of go around poking through stuff, making sure that they don't have any food. Stop. It's clear they have not been taking your food because otherwise they wouldn't be this hungry. This is why I told you not to do this. Guard said you said we needed to gather information. Yes, correct information. This is just harassing some people who are already in trouble. You said we should che- always check things twice. We heard them say it. Now we are seeing it with our own eyes. And the villagers are just looking increasingly betrayed at you. I'm going to uh, try to physically get between them and you know, trying to herd the, the soldiers back out of the town. The guards say, fine, fine. I, we've we've seen enough. And they head back to town with you. I'm going to talk to the, the t- turn back to the villagers and say, I will remind Overrun of their responsibilities. They have clearly become distracted again. They kind of look at each other and then turn their backs on you and go back to cooking. Okay, I'm going to head back to the dome, trying to keep an eye out for Overrun. I'm prancing in the moonlight. Overrun, did you promise to help the people in that village back there grow some plants? Oh, is that what that village was yes sure i'll help them too before i do the lake they said you're supposed to have helped them already they're starving and these people are too everyone is starving there's enough plants these people have a huge storeroom and tons of and all of these orchards the folks in the south are clearly malnourished i will make enough plants for everyone well you need to do some to the south because those folks are in trouble how long is the walk down there or whatever travel method do I have time to visit this evening? You're you're pretty fast. It's I mean it's it is on the rise overlooking the dome. Okay, yeah, I will hoof it. <laughs> All right, and, <laughs> and you're gonna. Or what what sort of plants are you gonna grow? Um, I'll 
produce or urge into creation some good good staples. I don't know if it's corn, then corn or like whatever kind of keeps good, steady, complex carbs chugging in a society that is appropriate to this climate. Okay. Beans. And just a good a good amount for that village. No funny business. Uh, I mean, a lot for the village. A lot. Overrun doesn't do things by halves. Okay. So you make lots and lots of plants. Uh, the people in the village scamper out and run. They they say, thank you, thank you. I knew you wouldn't forget us. It might take a day or two for some of those to finish coming in, but I did my job. They say, thank you. We we found these um, out in the the wastes, and oh. they look kind of awkwardly and hold out this, this metal case. I will take it and... Hmm, how do we pick up things? You could use your mouth. Uh, I will t- take it in my mouth. The handle in my mouth, I guess. And I'll sit it down, open it, whatever. Okay. Uh, it has three fuel canisters in it. Yes. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. So I'm the one who gets the food to go to them. And they throw, they're the one who gets the fuel. You rolled doubles. Ah. I'll actually go, ooh, and I'll put the fuel cells in my belly, wherever they go. Okay. So, Trial sees this hulking figure approaching, and the guards are just staring off into the distance. Don't seem to notice it at all. Oh. Can I see what's going on from where I am? Like, we said I'm the river's pretty close to where this food store is and stuff, right? Sure. Yeah, if, I mean, if okay. you want to be, like, making occasional trips up into the air... Yeah, I'm I'm just hanging out. I don't have to sleep. Soon you see this this shadow uh, emerging into the light. It is sort of human shaped, but its skin is black metal and its legs are strong coiled steel and it's got 18 eyes spread across its face and it slowly approaches the food store walking on back legs and front knuckles, and doesn't appear to see trial. I'm going to wait until it is, like, right at the food container area, and then I am going to spring forth from my shrub and say, Pardon me, I'm going to have to ask you to pause for a moment. Trial is now in session. Well, that happened. <laughs> so, Zoe, uh, you can see, Tancho can see this emergence from the bush as, as Trial confronts this mechanical gorilla. And I leave because I heard that joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, it was not a joke in character. That's true. You were being totally serious. <laughs> it was it completely worse. unironic. So give me a roll, Lucy. Ooh, I get to roll. The outcome of this is surely uncertain. I guess I'm acting with hate. Oof. Right, so that's five, one, one. So that's a seven, which is a success, but it is a double, which means that your solution causes an unexpected problem and something is lost forever. All right. So the, the gorilla stops. And looks at you and kind of tilts its head and says, Trial, are they still feeding you? I, well, actually, do I know this person? How, how long have you been in this area? Well, I don't get out of my grove much. 
So I've been there a very long time. But do you visit the dome? Not not unless there have been other times like this where they come and get me. Okay. Then no. You don't, don't know okay. this person. I incline my head toward the mechanical gorilla and say, Well met. Uh, I did not get your name. But to answer your query, yes. I take it that you yourself have not been so fortunate? No. They call me Sunny. Called me Sunny. And it uh, looks at the food store and it says, I have to break this. I'm afraid to inform you that choosing to do that would be indicative of your moral failing. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. And? No, that's really it. Okay. And it lifts up one of those big fists, and there's like a whirring sound, and some steam comes out, and it just like punches a hole in the uh, cage, and then it oh boy. stomps in. Are you doing anything? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll say, please do not take that food. It is not yours. It says, I'm not. And it lifts one of those big feet and just like stomps on a pile of fruit and like grinds it into the ground. Next time on Tabletop Garden. And you see like torches starting being lit as people are woken up. And you can see this kind of trail of steam moving through the dome village. If I'm asked to help with a scenario, like starvation, I will help them with the problem of starvation. Everything's cracked and warped and, and dripping, and you can still see things lighting up the dark a bit, mechanisms that are still working, some of the stuff that's sort of keeping this, this ecosystem alive. I have heard of a concept called hangriness. In the middle of this open space is a shrine, but it's in enormous disrepair. Mechanical Oryx was written by Grant Howitt and was a winner of the 2017 200-word RPG challenge. For more by Grant Howitt, visit rowanrookanddecard.com. Tabletop Garden was created by Gregory Avery Weir. The music for this campaign is Amphibian Circuits by Dirtwire. Available under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 license. For more Tabletop Garden and to find out how to follow us, visit tabletop.garden. Check out the other podcasts created by people who participated in this campaign. Ludus Novus. Audacious Compassion, The Future Proof Podcast, and Exo 101, Introduction to Exobiology.